0: Pod track that I use to record this podcast, and I'm sure many of you have noticed it, and I do apologize, but I would say about the first uh five minutes of the last two or three pods um there's always like this um there's like this interface issue where it sounds like things are being skipped. I don't know if it's going to do it this episode um, but I have noticed it and I do apologize um, for it because I honestly don't know what's the cause of it like literally I'm trying to like learn more about this thing but different issues come up every day <laughs> and I'm not the most technological or tech savvy person so I do apologize it usually goes away within the first five minutes but trust me It irks my soul and if there was a way for me to fix it without dubbing the whole episode um, I definitely would do that Um, So I'ma just you know I'ma hope that it doesn't do it today Um, As on this lovely Monday morning I just hope that what you guys hear is what I record Um, But yeah welcome to the this is 30 podcast happy Monday I'm your host Jernique Shout out to all you beautiful people on the wake up, on the go to sleep, on the way from work, you know, on your way out the door. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening to the This is 30 podcast. We are at the last Monday in April. I cannot believe that, yo, April flew by. Like, if there's any month that flew by is April. Like, I can't believe this is the last Monday of April, the last week of April, um, I'm happy though cuz May, you know, big things popping in May. Um or fun things popping, I should say, in May. Um but yeah, happy Monday to all you beautiful people. Um I won't I'm not going to hold you for too long today. As you can hear or not hear, I'm here by myself today. Um and I want to talk about a few things um you know that have been bothering me. Um, I feel like every episode, especially the ones that I do by myself I always go on rants about men And I always go on rants about um, social media Like, oh my gosh But I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do like a rant today Um, But more so, you know I'm going to just talk, you know I'm. I'm gonna just talk. Um, first and foremost, I just wanted to say rest in peace to DMX, Black Rob. I believe his name is Shock G. Um, rest in peace to all three of these people who have had like a huge impact on the hip hop community. I know that um, DMX's um, not funeral, but I think his celebration of life um, was celebrated this weekend in brooklyn so it was nice to see um everybody go out and support him and you know how the the bikers turned up for him in brooklyn that's amazing and a shout out to anybody who is not a celebrity that is dealing with the loss of a family member or the loss of a parent or the loss of you know anybody close to you, a friend, um, because people are still out here hurting. People are still out here sick. People are still out here struggling. So I want to acknowledge anybody who might be going through um, a hard time, you know, dealing with loss. Um, I talk about it all the time. I don't really know how to deal with loss. Um, I try to like ignore a lot of stuff. I think that's also like last week, me and Geraldine were talking about um, Black Lives Matter and kind of ignoring some stuff. Um, But I think that's also why I ignore um, those things because I don't like, I honestly do not like um, dealing with death. I don't like acknowledging it. Um, It's very heavy for me. Um, yeah, it's very heavy Um, sorry But, um, yeah Uh. Yeah, prayers to all of you who are dealing with anything Um, any loss or any other emotions I wish you, I wish you strength today And, and, you know, good vibes Um, my voice is kind of deep My voice is deep in the morning This is how I sound in the morning My voice is, you know, a little raspy but not like a high raspy like jada kiss it's more of a it's more of a uh who has this type of voice no i'm never gonna give you up no i'm never gonna tony braxton but the person i'm thinking of is like i think the ball-headed guy with the beard not shaft but um i can't think of this man's name i feel like he also does the voice for like south park um but for some reason, I cannot think of this man's name. Um, anyway, I did want to revisit um, a few topics from last week. Um, the first one being Black Lives Matter, um, and just you know how we cope with um, how we cope with death and you know uh, despair on the internet or via social media. Um, It was brought to my attention that like some people actually think that if you're not posting about people losing their lives, then you don't care Um, or you're uninterested or, you know, matters of race and stuff like that don't matter to you. And I think that's very bogus. I think that's crazy. I think it's a crazy take to have. On people posting. Um, and I think that it's just dangerous. I think it's dangerous to assume that people who don't post don't care. And I think it's dangerous to make the assumption that people who do post care. Um, a lot of people do things for hype, a lot of people do things to pacify um, people, a lot of people do things because it's trendy. And I just feel like you never know what somebody's really going through. You never know their thought process. You never know, um, you just never know what's causing somebody to behave in a certain manner. To j- So to just make a negative assumption about something you do not see is a little bit wild to me. I think it's a little bit wild. Um, I think that we should be, we should normalize, you know, letting people do what makes them feel comfortable and we should also normalize people doing things out of comfort and not not doing it out of um not even comfort but people doing things because they're actually moved to do them and not because they feel like they have to it's like i don't the same way you don't want to have to tell somebody how to treat you i don't want to tell somebody how to um do their due diligence when it comes to racial issues i feel like whatever moves you should move you and if you are not moved to do something or to show you care in a specific manner that's okay as long as you are doing the work in real life um yeah it doesn't matter and I I think it's dangerous because I feel like that's where we got that narrative of you know I remember when a lot of uh, this stuff is always going on even as as we speak Micaiah Brandt, Bryant um, rest in peace to Micaiah Bryant Bryant was murdered by a cop uh, last week or the week before Um, this stuff is always happening so I don't want to say like um, when this stuff was popular, because it's always popular, we always getting killed. But what I will say is, like, I think a, last year around this time when the world was in an uproar and a lot of people were, um, you know, uh, protesting, etc. Um, I can kind of hear like when my mic is going out a little bit, and I'm just wondering, um, I'm wondering, is it me? Um, anyway. When a lot of people were like protesting, um, I know there were those memes going around like if your white friends aren't posting, you know where they stand. Um, White people, white people, um, white people who don't say anything about racial issues. um, You guys are a part of the problem. And in my head, I never agreed with that. Not because I don't think it's cool for white people to post support. Great, kudos to white people for posting support. However, I just feel like I shouldn't have to tell white people to post support because I feel like what happened with that is, um, like what happened ultimately is like, you, you're giving um, people directions on how to, um, how to, uh not get called out on social media. So then I I feel like when you have to give direction um generally speaking, I know sometimes we have to give directions, but I feel like for intrinsic things, when you have to give direction, I'm going to question somebody's motive after I give the direction, right? So it's like, yeah, I posted white people. So now Betsy is posting all this Black Matter stuff, but is she posting it because she really cares? Or is she posting it because she saw my post? Because I would rather her post it because she really cares. I would rather know how Betsy treats Black people in real life. I would rather know where Betsy's heart lies um, rather than a post. But that's just my opinion on that. Um, I just feel like, The same way you don't want to tell your man um, what he has to do repeatedly in order to, you know, to to make you happy or not make you happy or just keep the relationship going. Or the same way you don't want to have to tell your girl repeatedly what to do like because after you I don't I don't want to do that. I want you to do stuff naturally because. I'm not going to know if you're appeasing me or if it's really coming from your heart. Um, I don't I don't like that concept. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like we should normalize um, not making assumptions when we don't have the full picture. Yeah, know, not making assumptions when we don't have the full picture. Um, but speaking of black lives matter or just blackness, um, sister soldier which is actually one of my favorite authors. Um, she released she released a new book and it's called Life After Death. And it is the sequel to um, The Coldest Winter Ever, which is, I believe, came out 20 years ago. I wanna say The Coldest Winter Ever came out in 1999 or 2000, I'm not sure. But I remember reading The Coldest Winter Ever when I was, my mom actually was reading it which is crazy because that's crazy Um, But I want to say like my mom had the book and I took it from her like without her knowing Um, But I probably read the coldest winter ever when I was 14 or 15 and I was like, oh my god, this is great Um, And then I went on to read her midnight series and I loved those. Oh my gosh. I love those books so much They're really long um, they're really huge, um, but I really love them. And she has written two other books that I have not uh, read. Um, the Porsche, I believe, Santiago story, which is winter. Winter is the main character in The Coldest Winter Ever. Um, it's her sister's story. And then I think she has a, a book called No Disrespect, which is um, it's not a fiction novel. I don't really know what type of novel it is, um, but... I have not read those two books. Um, anyway, I recently purchased life after death and I started it. And before I even started it, um, I heard a negative review. And then when I I actually posted the book on IG and everybody was just like, I've heard bad things. I've heard bad things. I've heard bad things. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous because I just wanted this book to be great and I thought it was going to be great and I love I love anything that I've I've read from Sister Soldier like really I have and um I started the book and it's just not it's not given it's not given and I think I'm on the third chapter almost on the fourth chapter and I'm very confused I'm very perplexed um I am honestly just lost I'm not going to I'm going to read the whole book but it's not a page turner yet for me I do not know what's going on and I really really hope it gets better (laughs) I really do because it's a long ass book and I don't want to subject myself to nonsense if I don't have to um winter is act is also like for those of you who are listening who know winter is ghetto as hell like her concepts her her the way her brain functions she's a hood rat ghetto rich snooty girl so I am trying to keep that in mind as I read because um the thing about coldest winter ever is that book is 20 years old and then when i read the midnight series the midnight series is not written in that perspective if you have read those the midnight is a very classy um you kind of like you kind of get a look into the immigrant life the muslim life um the thoughts behind his actions um and the way it's written is is not in the um the manner that i'm noticing life after death is written but i'm also trying to just keep in mind that the book is written in first person and the book is from the perspective of the ghetto hood rat rich snooty girl winter um so i'm trying to get through it but i really hope it gets better if you have started um the sister soldier book life after death and you've read it, um, please let me know, it already made, um, New York Times best-selling a list, um, people just, you know, were really, really, people were really happy and excited about it, um, and that's a $30 book, so you feel me, like, I'm gonna have to read the whole thing, (laughs) um, but yeah, um, that's um sister soldier and books um i want to wish jessica a happy birthday her birthday was this weekend um but yeah happy birthday to jessica um you know just so blessed if you are um free on may 1st please go visit her pop-up shop it will be in elizabeth new jersey i'll I, w- I wish I had the location on hand, but I don't. Um, but yeah, go visit her pop-up shop. There's going to be a lot of vendors. Nyla's Popcorn will be in the building. Um, Pearl's Mac and Cheese will be in the building. Um, and so many other great vendors. Jesso Bless will be in the, the building. Um, there will be a lot of options. So please go support that pop-up shop. Um, I will be giving out uh, some free things. This is 30 podcast. We'll be giving out some free tings for the podcast. I mean, for the podcast, for the pop-up shop. So you never know what you're going to get. You feel me like? So yeah, go support. Um, in addition, that's May 1st. In addition, um, Shirley, uh, my dog, Shirley has a fashion show that's taking place on May 22nd. So if you like fashion or if you just like having a good time, if you like um you know, vibing with people and, um, you know, being mixy, come through to the fashion show. I will be giving out a ticket, um, some way, somehow. I don't know how yet. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know if I want to do a trivia or just like a random thing. Um, but I will be giving out, um, um, I will be giving out a free ticket to Shirley's fashion show. So if you are but and, you know, you don't know if you're going to win. So buy your tickets, you know, buy your ticket and go support my girl. Go support my girl because the event she's uh putting on has been in the making for a long time now. She wanted to do this last year and wasn't able to. So um please support her um, because I think it's going to be great. Um, last but not least, I actually wanted to go on a Diddy defense rant but I think I'm gonna save that for like when I'm with somebody so that um they can argue with me and I can win (laughs) just kidding I mean I'm not kidding but yeah um the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about um is Kevin Samuels Mr. Kevin Mr. Kevin Mr. Kevin um the phenomenon um that we all know him to be he's a very popular uh, I don't know what he is. Maybe he's a life coach, um, or something. I don't know. I know that he recently did uh, the James James Button. He recently did the Joe Button podcast, and I think he said he was an image consultant, and then that you know stemmed over to I guess what he does now. Um, okay, so let me backtrack. I know Kevin Samuels from the internet, like we all do. Um, I have never seen a show in its entirety that he has done. I will be honest about that. I have only seen clips of his that have gone viral. And sometimes these clips are like 10 minutes long. Sometimes they're four minutes. Sometimes they're 15 minutes. Each and every time I am subjected to watch or listen to anything that Kevin Samuels has to say, at some point I get offended. And it's not because I think that His ideas or his concepts are horrible. Um, I just think that his delivery is a little off. Now, backtracking again, last week or the week before, Kevin Samuels did um, the Joe Budden podcast. And as y'all probably know, I'm a huge Joe Budden fan. I love his podcast, but I have not been listening to it lately because Rory and Maul have not been on the podcast in weeks. Rory and Maul have not been on the podcast. And to be honest, I honestly just don't like the dynamic of Ice and Ish and Parks and Joe. Um, There was just like there was a certain flavor that Rory and Maul brought to the show that I never knew I needed because it's really hard. Um, it's not, it's just hard when you used to something. It's like when they changed Aunt Viv or when they changed, um, Harriet on, (laughs) on family matters, like is when you used to something and they change it, it kind of rubs you the wrong way. And, um, I feel like they were all stars in their own right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the beauty of that show is. To me, they all carried a different essence. So it's not like, um, even though the mothers, like Aunt Viv and um, Harriet on our favorite black sitcoms, they weren't Will Smith. It wasn't like Will Smith was being changed. But for the Joe Budden podcast, Everybody is a star in their own right They all bring something very special to the show They all bring a balance Whether you're annoyed by their uh, opinion Or you love it They all bring a beautiful balance And without Rory and Maul It's a little little hard to digest So I haven't really been listening to the show that much I haven't been finishing episodes Um, Sometimes when I work on Saturdays I'll start it and then I'll never finish it Anyway, long story short somebody told me to listen to the kevin samuels episode and i'm like okay i'll give it a try and i did listen to it um i did not listen to it in its entirety because eh, i just didn't i didn't listen to it in its entirety but um like i imagined i was annoyed um He had a few gems, you know, because Kevin Samuels is not an idiot. He's not, he's very well-spoken. He's very intelligent. He knows what he's talking about. I'm going to tell y'all some of my issues with him. First of all, I think that Kevin Samuels has an issue with women. (laughs) I really do because I feel like, and I wish during that interview, I wished Joe and the other guys gave him some pushback um, on some of the things he was saying because my issue with him is he makes a lot of generalizations he makes he makes too many about women and it's like bro which women do you know which women are you talking about you sound like you've had a hard Uh, Experience with women Like you don't know any multifaceted women You don't know any women That have their head on their shoulders You don't know any women who are deserving Of exceptional men You don't know any Because when he talks That's what I hear I just hear like I hear that Women who have standards Or women who have um, Expectancies are a little delusional and um, they need to make sure that what they're requesting, um, they have, I guess that's number one. And number two, they need to make sure that what they're expecting, they deserve. And I, I think that's a wild, I think it's wild. I do think that, um, yes, you should. you should request what you can provide, absolutely, I get it. You need your energy to be matched. But he makes it sound like every single woman he's come in contact with is never in a position where they can request anything um, or where they can want something. Um, and he just made a lot of points that I just I just couldn't deal with um he one thing in particular he talked about is like the fact that women kind of always have to rely I believe on somebody to get it done whereas men are kind of taught to go get it themselves um and that creates some type of issue he brought up an example about his friend in college or a girl he was dating in college who like he always saw her eating crab legs or you know shrimp and he was like yo what's up like how do you afford this and we like both struggling and she was like food stamps and he was he was he was making the uh he was making the point that um she's using food stamps to buy crab legs and in my head i just thought like so and i i i get his point like but so you don't know if she eat crab legs once a month with her food stamps so what or if she eat crab legs once every two months with her with her food stamps so people who have crab who have food stamps are not allowed to eat crab legs i'm just very confused about the point he was making um but he he was very uh He was very adamant about that point. And he was basically saying it's not needed for that. And yeah, I get it. But it's like, if she needs some extra money, listen, groceries is expensive. If you could get it how you get it, get it how you get it. Um, And it's like, so if I wanna eat something nice today, I can't use my crab legs. What would you rather me buy, sir? With my my food stamps, would you rather me buy boxed mac and cheese and all the other... um, uh, processed foods that they That they Want you to buy Like I don't understand I didn't understand that In addition he also brought up um, He also brought up um, Like looks I He called sweetie a six um, Which is crazy to me Because sweetie is bad <laughs> He called sweetie a six um, And he talked about Uh, I think he talked about like average women or like a average ordinary woman wanting an exceptional man when it comes to like looks and stuff like that. Um, He said, everybody's not a 10. Everybody thinks they're a 10. Okay, so let's talk about this 10 thing. I believe that if you believe you are a 10, you are a 10. Yes, objectively, from the, stan- the weird standards of beauty we have Everybody Or aesthetic standards I don't I really don't even know how to say that Because it's like we joke Yes There's some people who we think are not cute Or not attractive But generally speaking I think that those are like fallacies I think everybody is beautiful And I believe that Everybody should feel like they're beautiful And everybody should feel like they're a 10 Um, I know that everybody is n- Is not a 10 but everybody should feel like they're a 10 and it's no you're not gonna be able to tell me that I'm not a 10 what 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 you want me to tell you I'm a 7 what that's not happening I'm not telling you that because I don't I don't view myself in that way and I I think that he focuses a lot on when he talks about exceptional and not exceptional or ordinary um he focuses a lot on looks and i don't think that looks encompass um what a 10 is so i devised this little list of uh, like a point system of what i think um of what i think makes a 10 um i think okay so i think four points go to looks let's say four points go to looks because looks do matter they're the first thing somebody sees you know Maybe a body type etc, whatever, but looks anything physical go has four points. I would also say two points goes to your integrity um, and integrity has to do with your heart, your loyalty um, how you move um, you know just just how you make the uh, not yeah just your 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 integrity who you are as a person are you kind are you nice are you loyal are you you know dependable etc etc that gets two points i believe another two points could go to um structure like are you stable do you have a job do you have a uh I wouldn't say a degree because everybody doesn't have to go to college, but do you have a trade? Do you have something that you're you're well at and you can profit from? Um, do you have your head on straight? Are your finances in order? Um, do you know how to do and take care of certain things? That structure is two points, and then I would say the last two points is probably your aura like your vibe. Um, that's not something you could see, that's something that people just feel when they're in your presence. How you make people feel, um, how you change the, the climate in a room when you walk in. Um, I think that those encompass a 10. So, like, I check off air one, I check off air box. You feel me. Everybody don't check off earbuds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but maybe some people have uh, the point that I'm making is that I just feel like he places too much <laughs> because I'm all over the place. But the point that I'm trying to make is that I think that those are the elements that will constitute to a 10. And it, for that reason, I think anybody could be a 10. You feel what I'm saying? Like or or a nine <laughs> at least or. You could could always work your way up to being a 10 because six of those points don't have nothing to do with looks. Six of them don't have nothing to do with looks. And yeah, I'm having a brain freeze. But yeah, I just feel like it's toxic to tell women that if you're an average looking woman, you don't deserve a, a, this don't even make no sense to me. That's why I'm having like, trouble it's it's toxic to me like you see people that don't match all the time and it doesn't matter what I like is what I like what you like is what you like I could walk down the street and look at somebody and think they are fine and my friend could be on the left of me and think he's ugly or think he's not fine so first of all beauty is all in the eye of the beholder perception is real and what I find aesthetically pleasing everybody's not going to find aesthetically pleasing um So this idea that average people can get with over, not over average, but like exceptional people. He brought that up, like a woman being 5'4 and 190 pounds or something, and he was saying like, um, why would you think you deserve a six foot fit man when you are not? And in my head, I'm just thinking like, you sound really... Facetious if that's the word you sound really crazy right now. I don't I don't understand that idea Um, I don't understand it and he basically said you never really see the well-off guy with the Uh average girl unless he got it out the mud with her and I just think that that's Stupid. I think that's stupid. I don't think it I don't find it to be true at all um, and I think that people just like who they like. And like I said before, I just feel like he makes a lot, a lot, a lot of generalizations. He also talked about women wanting men who who went to like, um, he, he talked about black women and I guess our lack of submission. And he was basically bringing up in Spanish culture, you know, women are taught to be submissive, or just cater to men, not in a, I guess, catering way, but just like he's a man, like you got to serve him, et cetera. Like sisters serve their brothers. And um, he talked about like a Hispanic guy going to work in front of Home Depot, like to pick up jobs and his wife still going to serve him when he get home. And he said like for black women, it's like, in order to get that treatment, you got to go to Harvard. And that's what I, when I say he makes generalizations Yes he makes generalizations like that's not true first of all it's not true it's simply just not true it's not a fact at all um you don't have to have all these accolades I think that what black women want is just a good man that's it we want him to have a job we want him to be respectful we want him to be faithful. We want him to be hardworking. We want him to be accountable, and that's it. You could whatever it is you want or you do to to um, go about getting there is fine. It, 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 I don't know which type of women he's talking about, and I hate when people make these generalizations and they don't include the alternative, because there are women who are not like that. There are, and I wouldn't even say majority of women are like that. Perhaps you get um, our, perhaps you get our, our desires confused um, because you think we're asking for something that we're not asking for. Um, so yeah, I just, I can't even, my brain hurts to be honest, because trying to conceptualize and really understand some of the points he makes I just I don't get it I don't get it I will give him some credit because he did mention how he did say that he we always kind of see the clips that go viral and it sounds like he's talking um, to these people crazy but the interviews always start off really respectful and it's not until the person um he's interviewing or talking to kinda gets loud or they over talk him or, you know, um start things start going left, that's when he starts being brutally honest and and chucking it to them, I guess. But um I, I can feel that. I could I could get it. It's like, okay, if you don't want me to speak calmly, I'm gonna have to give you the honest truth. I'm trying to sugarcoat stuff to be respectful, but you're not being respectful to me, so here you go. Like let the let the let the ruga spray everywhere it needs to it needs to hit but other than that i really don't understand kevin samuels um he's an intelligent man he's smart some of the points he makes make sense but most of them are based off generalizations and i feel like most of them are based off of generalizations of ghetto women like i don't know who you've experienced i don't know What you have subjected yourself to But it's like everybody is not like that Everybody is not like that I show ain't like that Um, But yeah And you can't be going around telling women They not tens That's mean I think that's really mean I think it's toxic Um, I think it's toxic But yeah that's really all I had to say This is a random episode Um, But yeah thank you for listening to the This is 30 podcast I don't know who I'm going to be here with next Monday, um, but we'll see. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, any mama, any cousin, any daddy, and everybody they know to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. Um, Be blessed. Be safe. Peace.